Hi everyone, and thank you for checking out the Dancing Eyes podcast. Today my guest is Mackie. Mackie is 15 and was born with congenital nystagmus. Some of the topics that we discuss are Mackie's experience with null point corrective surgery, contact lenses, as well as having nystagmus in high school. Timestamps for all video topics are located in the description of the video and the podcast. I'm currently out of town for this episode, so I apologize for the change in quality, but rest assured all future episodes will be back to normal. This episode of the Dancing Eyes podcast is sponsored by the American Nystagmus Network. The American Nystagmus Network works to improve the quality of life for all persons and families affected by nystagmus through organized community, support, education, public awareness, and research. A link to their website will be available in the description. If you're watching this episode on YouTube and you haven't done so already, please hit that like and subscribe button and leave a comment down below. Let me know what you think. Lastly, new episodes will be out on the first and third Monday of every month, so make sure to keep your eyes out for those. And with all that being said, I hope everyone listening enjoys and gets something from this episode, and let's get into the show. Hey, Mackie, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. I was just talking to you before I recorded, and I was saying that I had your mom on the podcast for the for the parents episode. So, and I, I are you familiar with uh, with Greg and Alex? Yes. Yeah, I had... Alex on first, and then Greg was on the parent episode, and then your mom was on the parent episode. So that's pretty cool. We got we got the families on Dancing Eyes podcast now. Definitely. So that's what's up. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, all right. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Mackie. I'm Mackie. I'm 15 from Ontario, Canada, and I've had nystagmus my whole life. <laughs> Do you think people... Have you been to the U.S.? I've been there a few times, yes. Okay, so is it true that people over there are nicer, or is that just a myth? Well, so, um, we heard there's TikTok uh, about people going on the bus, and people would say thank you to the bus driver, and an American was apparently very confused. Yeah, we don't do, yeah, I mean, you know, I guess it depends where you are over here. It's like some people would say thank you, but a lot of people would just not even make eye contact with the driver and just walk off. Oh, no. We kind of view it as like it's sort of like a unwritten rule that you have to say thank you so everyone does yeah well that's nice that's nice i've been to canada one time but it was so long ago that i don't even remember people's etiquette or anything like that i think i was i was probably 12 so it was a while ago yeah fair enough hopefully you weren't here during the winter because it's cold no no i was there during uh i was there during july it was really beautiful actually smart choice <laughs> Yeah, we were in Toronto, so we went over to to Niagara Falls, and we stayed there for a few days. It was really nice. Niagara Falls is super pretty. Yeah. So you're going into grade 10. You're 15. Yes. I remember that. I remember those days. Oh, my God. It feels like it was yesterday, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm curious, though, because when I was that age, when especially when I was a sophomore, when I was a freshman in high school, I was really struggling a lot with my eyes and yeah, I was like very insecure about them and it was difficult for me to create relationships and friendships with people. It wasn't so bad in middle school, but high school, it kind of got pretty bad, but I'm curious for you, how does your nystagmus affect your, your schooling? Honestly, like I, for the first time in grade nine, I had an actual stable friend group. So that was really nice. And we've stuck together throughout the entire year. I think the main point of impact is because now we're always on computers and everything. So when you're trying to look at a Google Doc and the writing's super small, I say this all the time, but Control Plus really has become my yes. best friend. It's the best. 
in the in the zoom feature on the like if you have a mouse pad at least i have a mouse pad and so i could just you know zoom in on it that works really well too yeah i think that's that's something that uh obviously they didn't have like people with nystagmus didn't have this 20 30 years ago it was really difficult i'm sure to to maneuver school and i'm sure like everything was on a chalkboard or a whiteboard and i can't imagine i could be on the first row of a classroom and i still can't see the whiteboard i know it's absolutely nuts my friends will be sitting in the back and that's their go-to spot and i'm like how do you see yeah I'm, I'm slightly jealous of your vision but it's okay i've never had obviously like neither of us have really had good vision so we don't even really know what it's like anyway People would, would, I don't know about you, but people would always ask me, uh, like, how much does it suck to not really be able to see things? And I just tell them, I've never really been able to see things my whole life, so I don't really have anything to compare it to. So it's only as bad as I as I make it, you know? I've never had 20... I feel like if I was born with 2020, then my vision decreased over time, then I could really be kind of upset with it. But I've never seen 2020, so I'm, I'm chilling. I'm fine. <laughs> Exactly. I completely agree with you. It's not something I've ever known either. So it's just like, no, I can't tell you what it's really like to not be able to see when that's all I've ever really known. Yeah. So in terms of your friends, did they ask you about the eyes at all? Or do you mention it? How do you go about that? Honestly, it depends on the situation. I have some friends I told off the bat, and then others that either found out through seeing my eyes move or from school presentations and stuff because we had a nystagmus present we had a presentation where we could choose a research topic and i chose nystagmus so some of them found out that way oh i, I feel like that would be the most efficient way to knock it out you know like if you're in a classroom uh, i I wish i wish that happened for me because imagine like the first week of school you get to do a presentation and then you could just knock out everybody in that whole class with with the eye talk tell them all about the eyes and then you won't have to then there won't be an elephant in the room i feel like i always kind of had an elephant in the room and i had to either acknowledge it or have people acknowledge it and then ask me about it but people don't like to ask about our eyes it makes i guess it makes them uncomfortable to ask and so i i try to mention it beforehand but it's not easy to do that a lot of times Definitely not easy with some of my current friends. I was absolutely terrified of telling them. And then I told them and they'll always ask questions about how I see and they've been super helpful throughout it all. So is that the usual question that you that they ask you when people find out about your nystagmus is how much you see? Like what, what kind of questions do people usually ask you? Most of the time it's what are the side effects? What are some of your challenges? Um, I've gotten a few questions about why my eyes are doing that, mainly when friends were saying something concerning and my eyes kind of like bulged open and they were, they were shaking a lot. So my friends always asked, why are your eyes doing that? <laughs> yeah. And what's the reaction when you tell them why they're doing that? They've always been super supportive. They, I have had a few friends go like, oh, cool. I've never met anyone with nystagmus. If there's anything I can do to help and like if you need to read the board or you can't see anything, just let me know and I'll help you. Maybe you guys are nicer in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you guys are. I mean, I guess I had generally positive stuff, but I don't know about you. I've had some people like try to play. I've had like, what, like a few people would come up to me and ask me if they could play games with my eyes. I'm like, what does that even mean? No, no, I don't, I don't want you to play games with my eyes. I don't know what that is. No, 
<laughs> what other, what other uh, tips do you have for people in school in terms of like visibility in terms of their vision i know you said control plus anything else that you do honestly something i've learned is not to be scared to go up and see the board like if you can't see it from where you're sitting definitely go and up and see if you can get a closer look at it because people will not judge you as much as you think they will yeah that's a good one i think people are just so caught up in their own lives that they don't really pay as much attention to us as we think that they do that's what i've noticed as i've grown up definitely i completely agree with that <laughs> so are you how comfortable are you with your eyes was there at one point in your life where you were like more insecure with them or have you kind of been the same in terms of your your self-consciousness with them I by the way i'm not implying that you're self-conscious I'm, it's so difficult like i was always so self-conscious about them so it's always difficult for me to like see people with nystagmus who weren't self self-conscious about it i was always so insecure about it so if you're if you're if you're like not insecure about it <laughs> you know that's good <laughs> But, you know, <laughs> honestly, when I was younger, I was very self-conscious about it because I had surgery in grade three to help my null point. And so when I got back to dance class, my eyes were bloodshot red. Mm. And um, there was a kid in my class, I guess we'll just call him Jake. And so I, for the next three years, I was called Jake's evil twin because of my eyes. And that led me to be really self-conscious about them for quite a while. I got you. What surgery did you have? I had a surgery with Dr. Hurdle in Ohio to help the null point recenter. What's your experience with that? Did it help? It helped a lot. I can see a lot clearer than I could have before. And driving being something I wasn't going to be able to do before, it's something I can do now with obviously some boundaries. That's exciting. Yes. So you're, you're 15. So I guess, can you guys drive there at 15? When do you start driving? We can start driving at 16. Okay. You're almost there. I know. You're almost there. Yeah. So so with that with that surgery it helps with the vision, but does it Well, actually I know like the the whole premise of the surgery is to help with the null point. So how bad was the null point before the surgery? My null point was very bad to the point where after the surgery all of my friends came up to me was like, "You don't have a null point anymore. Where did it go?" Oh, wow. That's huge. It is. That's huge. It helped a ton. Yeah, how do you feel when everybody's asking you about your lack of null point? It was really funny. And for a while, I still had it because it was just force of habit. So when they were asking me, asking where it went, it felt like really good knowing that it was gone and that it wasn't as noticeable anymore. That's awesome. What age did you have that surgery again? I had it at the age of nine, towards the nine. end of grade three. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I had that same procedure. I was 13. It wasn't Dr. Hurdle, but it was somebody else up in New York. And uh, I don't know, I feel like I was so young. When I was that age, I didn't even know that I had a null point. So like, I didn't really know what the surgery was about. But when I look at pictures back then, it was so different. I, my head was looking in all sorts of directions. And right now, it's kind of stable. So yeah, that surgery is pretty nice. That's good. So you don't you don't think that you would have been able to drive, and now after the procedure, you're pretty confident in the driving. Yes, um, we knew beforehand that my surgery, my my vision was not the best, and that it was going to be highly recommended that I didn't drive. But now I'll be able to, we think, and 
we have a eye doctor's appointment coming up soon, so that will give us further instructions on that. Nice. Are you wearing contacts right now? Yes, I am. Okay. What, what kinds? I've always struggled with the contacts. I'm curious what kind of contacts you're wearing. I think dailies. That's about all I know. So you get to, like, uh, you, they're not reusable. You just swap them out every day? Ah, yes. oh, interesting. I And those are soft ones, right? So they're not hard? They're not hard at all. They're super comfortable to wear. What? I got to look into that. I got to look should. into that. Oh it's my super God. helpful. I used to always be absolutely terrified of wearing them. And then last year at the American Nystagmus Network Conference, there was a team session and there was like this whole um, rant and presentation from someone who was wearing contacts and they're like, you should all wear contacts. So next thing you know, you have five of us all going to our parents. <laughs> being like let's go oh man yeah I, that's why you know i didn't i couldn't do contacts because they gave me these hard lenses and these lenses are tiny they're hard and you can't bend them like if you bend them you're gonna break them and no. they had i oh my god it was so weird uh the insertion process was the same but to take them out they oh i hated it now now that i'm thinking about it i hate it but they gave me like a plunger they gave me a plunger and I like open my eye up and like stick it in. And that's how I removed the lens. Oh no. Yeah. And so that was one of two removal practices. The other one is I just like pull my eye and then just blink and then it popped out, which that one worked sometimes and it didn't. These lenses were a pain in the ass and they were so uncomfortable. I did not enjoy my experience with these lenses. So oh no, that really kind of jealous of you right now. What's your vision? Um, my vision, I believe, is 2030. However, my eye doctor is wanting to push it to 2025. That's that's near perfect. That's almost yes. as good as it gets, right? Yeah. Exactly. What what's your doctor trying to do to push it? Um, he's just like, we should just push it to 2025. I don't think there's anything we can do to push it to that but he was very I, tempted to push it <laughs> just right 2025 damn i wonder how i wonder how you, it's like like he's gonna force you to read <laughs> the the letters below it somehow he's like you gotta read the letter figure it out i don't even know how you do that i don't know i feel, always feel so bad because i take forever to read the, notes, the letters on the board oh my god yeah is it because your eyes are shaking so much and you can't see it because of the movements or is it just because it's blurry regardless of the shaking? I think it's just blurry regardless of the shaking. However, I don't like doctor's offices, so that could very well be a factor that plays into it with the eye shaking. They're the worst. I hate those places. <laughs> Whenever they test the vision, that's what always gets me is uh, my eyes will be shaking so much that I can't read the letters, but if they weren't shaking, I'd be able to read it. So that's that's the annoying part. It's just like if they would just if my eyes would just shut up for for a minute, I'd be able to read so much further down. But oh, no. they have a mind of their own, you know. Oh, they definitely do. <laughs> During yeah. like the pre-appointment eye tests, where they make you put your eye next to a machine and like oh, look at the red balloon. We've probably had to do that one over five times or so before they got it correct in, like, reading. Yeah, because yeah, they don't let you do it with your null point. They make you look straight on with it, 
and then uh if i look straight on into it my, my eyes are just going crazy and i, I think everybody I, I don't think anybody who has nystagmus is fond of those, those stupid machines we hate those things no uh my music teacher and i went into a whole rant about it because she goes to an, a specialist eye doctors and they make her do those tests probably three times a year she's not thrilled <laughs> so music teacher what kind of music teacher are we talking are you taking music classes I take music and band in school. Music and band. Okay, so what's the difference? So music is a course during the day and band's a course after school. She teaches both. And so she's stuck with the same group of kids all year. (laughs) (laughs) She's so happy at summer vacation right now. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so like what kind of what kind of music do you listen to? As in like classes or just in general? Just in general, what do you vibe with? I listen to pretty much anything. I'm oh, that's what they all say. That's what they all say. Oh, so, God. starting September, I'm a choir kid, so I will be listening to Christmas carols from September to December and getting ready to curse out anyone who starts playing Jingle Bells in November. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't stand it. Yeah. They're, they're fun at first. All the Christmas stuff is fun at first, and then... Uh, and then I'm over it. I can't stand it anymore. <laughs> the January comes around and it's a really good time that I don't have to hear that music anymore. Completely agree. Linda's yeah. like, come on, it's two more months until concert. You guys can push through. <laughs> it's September. <laughs> it's like running a marathon, but instead you have to listen to Christmas carols. You just got to push through it. <laughs> Definitely. Struggle through the tears. <laughs> So you listen to everything, apparently. What's what's some of the weird, what, what kind of weird stuff do you listen to? What's what's the what's the weird stuff? The weird stuff, um, probably some of the TikTok audios I find. There's a certain Stranger Things audio going around right now, and I'm attempting to learn it on the French horn. Not going well. Can you play well. it? Can you play no. it? No. <laughs> I was literally thrown onto the instrument in june uh oh yeah okay (laughs) what other instruments do you play i also play trumpet and starting in september i will be learning the guitar as well Ooh, guitar yes yes Yes. the the acoustic or electric acoustic yeah well if you need guitar lessons i could give you guitar lessons i'm I'm (laughs) decent i'm i know all the chords that's about where i'm at If, if you were talking about like Stranger Things, I have been getting a lot of requests to play Master of Puppets. <laughs> so, now, so now I just find video, now I just have a video of myself playing it from like three months ago. And anytime somebody requests it from me, I just, I'm like, boom, here you go. Take it. That, that There's Master of Puppets. Take it. Stop asking. I don't want to hear any more about Master of Puppets. <laughs> Please send that to me. It sounds so funny. Okay. <laughs> It's decent. I can't go as fast as the actual song, but uh, it's decent. It's all right. It's all right. It's a really good song. I was actually talking to to one of my guests about that song months ago, way before, way before Stranger Things ruined it for me. Oh no! <laughs> Stranger Things did that with Master of Puppets, and then TikTok likes to ruin a lot of songs too. They do. They really do. So, in terms of weird stuff, are you familiar with One Hundred Gex? I don't think so. Okay, good for you. Ignore it. Ignore what I said. Ignore 100 gex. It's fine. 
I'm I'm still awaiting my first guest who's familiar with 100 Gex, and it'll happen eventually. Oh, I look forward it's, to seeing this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anyone's gonna ever have heard of it before. And if you have, if you've never heard of them, that's totally okay. You're probably better off never listening to them. But to me, that's like, that's what I like. That's the weird stuff that I listen to. So, uh, yeah, anybody who's listening to this, I don't recommend you. I don't look up 100 Gex. It's fine. It's whatever. So I always struggle with social cues. Like I need people to talk to me. People will make faces or point at things. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're doing, what you're, impl- what you're implying. Just please use your words. <laughs> How do you feel about that? I completely agree with you. I am the exact same way. The amount of times my friends have gone to tell a joke and I'm just sitting there and I look at them and I say, what are you trying to imply here? Because I am confused. I need help. (laughs) (laughs) Or yeah, if somebody, you ever have somebody show you a meme and you're just like, okay, I don't know what to do with that. I can't, like you're holding it all the way over here. I can't see it. Yes. I just, I just started to, uh, I'll just start to laugh at it and then pretend that I can see it because I don't like to go through the whole thing. And then uh, sometimes I'll get caught. They're like, are you, have you actually seen, like, do you know what it's talking about? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, totally. I know what it says. Hence, you know, that's why I'm laughing. And they're like, okay. Uh, so what do you think about like this part? I'm like, okay, yeah, you got me. I can't see it. Just put it closer. <laughs> <laughs> That's so relatable because it happens so many times. Yeah. My friend, we're both obsessed with Harry Potter. And so she'll show me memes of the cast and put it like here, probably about this far away. And the reading's so small. So I'm just like, can you please put the phone closer? (laughs) (laughs) Are you one of the, uh, are you one of the movies are better than the books or the books are better than the movies? I think most of the time books are better than the movies, but it genuinely just depends on how the book's written. What about you? Oh, man, it depends. It depends. I don't really, I haven't read a lot lately. I've been I've been reading a lot of nonfiction stuff, so there's not really a lot of movies with it. But in terms of Harry Potter, I thought that the movies were really good. And so were the books, obviously, but I really enjoyed the movies. What do you think? The movies for Harry Potter were amazing. They did such a good job on them. There were definitely yeah. some scenes that were so important that were left out, but. Yeah, I, I don't know about you, but I did this thing where I would read the book and then watch the movie and then read the next book and then watch the next movie. Did you kind of go through that progression? What what, what did you uh, go through with Harry Potter? I probably should have gone that way. What happened is we read the first four books, then watched the first movie, <laughs> and then I read the rest of the books. And then we restarted the entire movie franchise. <laughs> oh, got you, got you. Yeah, that's always my pet peeve with those is they uh, they either forget, they don't forget it, obviously, but they don't include some scenes that I find would would be good in the movie. And uh, yeah, I don't know. What's, what, what are some of your favorite books? Right now, I'm currently obsessed with that they both die at the end. is that the name yes it's called they both die at the end yes um it's kind of meta it it is do they die i watched the book and his roommates come up his roommates come upstairs and i'm literally crying and they're like hey dude 
Um, can you please look at your child? Because <laughs> they're currently crying their eyes out. <laughs> what kind of book is it? It's a romance book, and it's set in a place where everyone gets a phone call the last 24 hours before they die. Except you don't know when or how you're going to die. That's deep. I wonder, what would you do? What would you do if you got that phone call? I would definitely spend all the time I had with my friends and family and just overall important people in my life who've shaped me into the person I am. Now, what would you really do? No, I'm kidding. That's fine. <laughs> that's, I, don't know, I would do the same thing. That's probably what I would do, too. That's, that's an interesting concept for a book. Do they make a movie for it? I think there's been discussion of a TV show, but that was a while ago, so I don't know what's going on with that at the moment. I feel like it'd be tough to keep along with, with one character in that book, because I, I guess they're all dying just left and right. The thing is, there's a, a prequel coming out in November, I think. October, November. Somewhere in there. A prequel? What's that, like, before they get the phone call? <laughs> Life before the phone call? <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's from when they were kids. I don't entirely know, but I know it's going to absolutely wreck me. <laughs> Some, that sounds like an interesting topic, though. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll look into it. Sounds pretty neat. It's very good. I highly recommend it. Do you like horror films? Nope. No. <laughs> I'm definitely terrified of them. Do you? Uh, I don't know. It depends. Like, I guess Michael Myers is all right. The Halloween stuff is all right. I watched a, a quote-unquote horror, horror film the other day. It was that new Jordan Peele movie. Oh, it was, uh, it's called, uh, it's called Nope. And I didn't oh. understand what was going on. That movie, there's, that's like a high IQ movie. I can't, I can't do that. I, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on and I had no idea what was happening. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. I guess this conversation, I guess I can't even really talk to you about it. If you've never seen the trailer for it. I haven't, but was, I'll have to check it out. At some point. It was something. I don't know. I don't think that I liked it, especially because I didn't understand it. Maybe if I understood what was happening, I would actually <laughs> maybe be able to enjoy it. Okay. So I was, you actually like school. You're one of the only people that I've met that actually likes school. Why do you like school? I'm not hating you because you like school. That's cool. It's, it's cool to like school. All right. Why do you like school? Um, I like being able to hang out with people. And some of the classes I had last year were a lot of fun. Like music and gym were really fun. And a lot mm -hmm. of my teachers last year were great. And what makes a great teacher? Um, I think the ability to joke around with your students. I, last year for science, the first day I got there too late. I normally try to get there really early so I can get a seat in the front of the class. I got a seat in the back of the class. And the first thing we did was copy a note off the front of the um, class. And I couldn't oh, I'm see sure it. it must have been exciting. <laughs> My friend was like literally handing me her note. It's like, here, write down everything. And my teacher comes up and he says to us, you two have such good eyesight. <laughs> so every year we hand out notes to the teachers being like, hi, I'm visually impaired. I can't see things. 
Smart. So I walk up to him, hand him the note, and I say, so about me having good eyesight, here's the note about nystagmus, which is a visual impairment. Have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Any weird reactions from the teachers or generally positive stuff? I think all of my teachers have been absolutely amazing. Last year for grade eight in gym class was not great. Um, The teacher would make backhanded comments about it. My balance is off and he knows this and he would always comment on how bad my balance was. My teacher was absolutely amazing. She talked to me because we were doing baseball. I cannot see a baseball flying towards my head to save my life. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) And so she pulled me aside and was like, what can I do to help you see the ball when it's coming? Is there a certain way I can throw it? And that was absolutely amazing. That was nice. Yes. Yeah, I think there's something about uh, when a teacher makes you feel understood that makes me appreciate the teacher more than more than the others, you know? Definitely. And their ability to, to teach. I think one of the reasons why I kind of didn't like school was a lot of my teachers just didn't really care. It seemed like they were just there to get a paycheck and then go home. And I think that it's so important that teachers are actually passionate about the topics that they're that they're talking about, and they really want the students to understand and even do what they can to influence excitement in the topic and encourage encourage the children to want to learn. I had a lot of teachers that would just go in there, read off of a PowerPoint, and be like, "Here's your homework," and that's it. No. It's such a shame. Yes. Is it different over there than that? Like yes. Canada, the, Canada, the education system, it's different. What's it like over there? <laughs> it's honestly really good. A lot of the teachers I've had over the last few years have been absolutely amazing. With Even with online learning, because doing that was something I struggled with. I got off at the end of the day with a massive migraine from being online so long. I bet. And they were all absolutely amazing. So did you did you like the... I guess aside from the migraines, I, I would assume based off of what you said earlier that you would prefer the in-person school to the online school, yeah? Definitely. I didn't like online school. The only positive thing about it is that we would get go on call every day as a friend group and do homework together, which was really nice because it still allowed for that social interaction. When did you get back into school after the, the online stuff? So we were in and out of online pretty much from middle of grade seven to February this year. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. We were in online a lot. (laughs) Do you consider nystagmus a disability? I saw you ask Alex this one this morning. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So I genuinely think it depends on the situation. I know I did a lot of research at one point to because I didn't want to say anything wrong. And from what I got about it, it was about a 50-50 split. I guess, yeah, it's pretty much been about 50-50. Yes. Um, So I genuinely think it overall depends on the definition you're using for it. Fair enough. 
fair. I mean, like, do you think that it really, do you think that it prevents you from doing things in your life or not really? Like how much does it really affect you? I don't think it really affects me a whole lot. I know there are days where I'll get super dizzy because my eyes are just going crazy. Mm -hmm. And that does control some things. I feel you. Have you have you ever met anybody with nystagmus? I, uh, no, I, my uh, bad. You went to the convention. You met a bunch <laughs> of people with nystagmus. <laughs> well, how was that? How was the convention? It was absolutely amazing. Um, they did such a good job of doing it virtually. And we met so many people there, and we all just kind of bonded on our share of stories as children. Yeah. Getting lost in public and losing a parent. There were a number of us who have done that. What about getting into the wrong car? You ever get close to doing that? I think we might have once, but I think that was because my mom misled me and we almost up to stranger's car. <laughs> uh, so you went to the online convention. Have you ever been to the in-person one or just the online one? I haven't been to an in-person one. I think we're hoping to go next year, mm -hmm. but... Well, online one was really fun, so I'm excited for it. Yeah, I've never been to one. I really want to go. I know that they're doing one in 2023. I'm really looking forward to to going to that one. It looks so yes, exciting. You should. I'll be there. I'm gonna I'm gonna prioritize it. I'm definitely gonna make my way out there. It was, it's got to be so you know for a lot of people with nystagmus, we never met other people who have the condition, and it, it kind of it could to me at least it. A lot of my life, I felt like I was kind of alone. Like I didn't have anybody else I could relate to and kind of share experiences with and be like, yeah, I experienced that too. Or I feel this way too about my eyes. It's, it's always been difficult. So I can't, I'm sure that the convention must be a really good thing for a lot of people. It is totally. Before the convention, my grandpa on my dad's side has this diagnosis. And but he lives in a different province, so I'm not able to go down and visit him often. So mm -hmm. I haven't been able to really talk to him a whole lot about it. So being able to go to the convention was super fun, and it was so great to meet so many amazing people. Wait, well, what's some advice that you could give to other people with nystagmus? Um, advice for other people with nystagmus would be don't let anyone tell you that because of your eyes you're worthless, if that makes any sense, because sooner or later you start to believe it and I guess um it's just good to know that you are so valuable and so loved and your eyes just make you that much more special I guess oh, that, was, <laughs> that was nice that was good <laughs> that's something you never know some people need to hear that like I, I could have definitely used that when I was younger 100% so that's that's nice what about to parents anything for parents of children with nystagmus I think the main thing is don't worry. You have a whole community around you who is here to help. I know so many people who are ready to jump in and help. Um, and to just know that your kids are going to be absolutely amazing because there are so many of us who are here to say that we made it and your children are absolutely amazing. Boom. I, I appreciate you coming on with such short notice. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. Of course. Thank you for everybody who's listening and thank you for everybody who made it this far. And uh, 
you know, like and subscribe to the video, uh, subscribe to the channel on YouTube, like the video. If you like the video, if you don't like the video, then don't like it. Don't do that. That would be silly. Um, follow the Instagram the Instagram I like to post some clips from from the podcasts and it's we got a little community going on there so check out the Instagram and some good stuff too Um, all right and I appreciate it guys tune in for the next episode in a couple of weeks from now 